Hey guys, welcome to the CP Junkie podcast, where we bring you interviews with dentists sharing their CPD stories and journeys from around Australia. What better way to learn than to follow those who've already done it before? CPD Junkie is Australia's most comprehensive CPD, so head over to cpdjunkie.com.au and become a member for free to access the full features of the site. I'm your host, Lawrence Doan, and tonight we are joined by two representatives from Suda, Annie Johnson and Kevin Zhang. Suda works to support the academic and social lives of its members while building a sense of community within the School of Dentistry, the University of Sydney, and the dental profession. Annie is a fourth and final year dental student. She grew up in Perth before moving here for dentistry. Her interests lie in orthodontics and endodontics. She spends all her free lockdown time doing as many courses as she can afford. Kevin is a third year dental student who grew up in a corner shop. He knows firsthand the dangers of a high calories diet in kids, having attended the dentist one too many times as a child. He's grown to appreciate the work as a dentist does, and this drives him to explore and understand all fields of dentistry. He has particular interests in pediatric dentistry and oral pathology. Annie Johnson and Kevin Zhang, welcome to the show. So both of you have very different interests in the field of dentistry. So let's start with Annie and talk to us about your interests in orthodontics and endodontics. Tell us what grew, I mean, where your interest kind of grew from. Um, endo, I think, is entirely because of uni. I think my favorite, all of my favorite tutors, all of my favorite clinical educators, they're all my endo tutors. So, and I got absolutely reamed in second year endo. So I think that made me go a little hard and get really into it, which was good. Um, Ortho, I, I don't know what, where that really came from. I think part of it is that it's, it's I guess, the least invasive aesthetic stuff that you can do like you're not adding or cutting or anything but it just makes such a big difference like those small different changes with ortho so I think that's what makes me really love it yeah fair enough fair enough um and over to Kevin yeah you say your interest in in pediatric dentistry and oral pathology tell us a little bit about that it's kind of a a funny story when it comes pediatric dentistry I, I think my parents had a news agency that I, I I was there for my entire childhood so you can understand the temptation to sneak down in the middle of the night and steal a chocolate bar here or there so I had I had childhood caries everywhere so luckily enough we um had one of those um outreach clinics which was a, a block away so I would always walk there by myself um to get dental treatment my parents will pick me up afterwards but I always go in early just to um, talk to the dentists and they were really um, quite nurturing at, at a young age so that kind of built my um, sort of passion towards pediatric dentistry and then when it comes to oral pathology I think it, it's really just the problem solving and those sort of little intricacies which can make a huge difference in um, a patient's outcome so I think that's what really um, attracts me to oral pathology. Fair enough, fair enough. Would you say that, you know, for both of you, that, you know, the mentors that you have um, played a part in your interest in these particular fields or? Uh, endo, 100%. Yeah, we've got 
great people running our endo program. So it just makes you want to do it more, you know? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think having people there who really know what they're talking about, but really are excited to kind of convey and educate people, it just makes you um, interested in those subject matters as well. So endo, even at Sydney Uni, our cell pathology and um, pediatric dentists, they're really passionate about teaching and their, their profession. So it really adds to the student's motivation to learn about those things as well. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit, you know, and get into the crux of what's happening to you guys at the moment. COVID has hit you guys hard, two years with large lockdowns, especially in New South Wales. How's that kind of spilled over to your student dental experience? And, you know, for many of our older viewers wondering, you know, what's happened and how are you guys coping or how did you guys cope? It's been hard, um, but I think it's, it's taught us resilience more than anything. I don't think many uh, dental graduates have graduated on such big spacing between heavy intensive clinical time. So it's been really good in that sense. It's been really hard, but the time that we do have in clinic, it's maximized and we get big blocks of really intense patient time. So it's almost more like it will be in private. So maybe it's a good thing, you know, maybe we'll all bounce back. <laughs> so you guys doing like weekend stuff or you guys are doing like less, like shorter holidays? Um, there's been nothing yet. So we, we've only been out of clinic for a week, um, but they're talking about all of it. So probably no holidays because this is a holiday uh, and probably weekends as well. Saturday clinics. Yep. Yeah. And how's it been for you, Kevin? It's been an interesting sort of um, process. I mean, last year we were meant to have like our first clinic session. So at the start of the year, seeing our first patients was quite daunting um but then the second lockdown you kind of halfway through the year we felt like we were kind of going getting on a roll and starting to actually get used to the environment because it is daunting seeing your first couple of patients um so it's frustrating as well because a lot of them needed work done which just suddenly got halted but the time off has kind of come at the right time for some people it, it's um allowed them a bit more time to like think about treatment planning consolidate what they've learned in the first couple of months that they've seen patients. Um, so it's about like how you kind of deal with the adversity. Like Annie said, um, everyone's trying to do their best. The university is trying their best um, to try and accommodate us. And um, it's just about the students having that motivation to try and like continuously enrich themselves in their time, um, in their spare time. Mm, yeah, so it's good to hear that everyone's kind of like trying to do the best that they can from all aspects as they can and yeah, as you know, feeling supported as well. I think that's the main thing, you know, definitely when you're students, sometimes you can feel a little bit isolated and not supported when you don't have communication. It sounds like you've guys got open communication with all the different branches. Trying to, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and you mentioned you've tried to attend as many courses you can afford during this lockdown. Tell us a little bit more about that. And, you know, where have you been looking to and, you know, why? Uh, the afford bit because they're very expensive <laughs> and I'm still a student but uh, I've been on CPD Junkie as well because there's heaps of free ones which is what I'll lap up but um, we basically as a final year we pretty much finished all of our like learning topics so it's all stuff that maybe I didn't quite get the first time someone went over bonding or adhesives or kind of the lower level stuff that you just can't learn in uni like um, digital dentistry that's a really big one we've just got a student membership to the institute of digital dentistry and we learn 
very little about the newer age stuff. So it's great to, and I know that that's what we'll see in um, practice because I've shadowed a few people and everyone's like, I'll just put it on the Sarek. And it, that's the kind of stuff that I've been looking into. Fair enough, fair enough. And for yourself, Kevin? Yes, um, probably about the same thing. I, I think the benefit of having free CPD is it's less commitment because especially as a student, you don't really know what you're really passionate about yet because you've kind of only dipped your toes into all the different sort of disciplines. So to pay money for like a $400 course on um, like bonding or endodontics, you probably don't know enough to get full value for your money in those situations. Um, so the free CPD courses have really helped in searching them up on CPD Junkie and sites like that. It's really helpful because it can kind of help you navigate this like broad sort of world of um, dental knowledge which is available for us just want to say to all the viewers watching we haven't told him to talk about cpd donkey that was that was that was not a plug a a a condition in terms of conditions of signing on today uh thank you for giving the plug though um so you know you've yeah so you've mentioned that you know courses they're a bit expensive for you guys at the moment that's not kind of where you want to be you want to be attending as much of the free ones as you can um, so have you doubled, I mean, for Annie, you know, you, your interests ally more orthodontics, endodontics, you mentioned, have you doubled into anything in particular in that aspect? I mean, we'll come back to the dent, the digital side of things, but. I'm trying to work out because a lot of it isn't free when you look at ortho and endo and there's a lot of more hands-on stuff. Obviously I can't do that right now being Sydney, but, um, the ortho stuff I'm trying to work my way through what the best clear aligner thing would be to look at straight off the bat um seeing a lot of the free intro things which are all kind of gateways into paying a few thousand dollars for a course so trying to work my way through them yeah yeah that's it's 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 difficult isn't it i mean i I guess you guys are members of the ada as well right i'm sure that's a platform you guys always look to hey um how have you found the Implant Digital um, Institute? Oh, the IDD? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just signed up today. They um, So they reached out to us and gave us a student discount through um, the student membership at Sydney Uni, which is amazing. It's great. There's just hundreds of hours of videos, and I don't think I've got enough time to spend on them just yet, but I'll <laughs> let you know in maybe a couple of weeks more lockdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe the weekend, say, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, tell us, so you mentioned um, bonding. Um, those are the kind of things that you're kind of trying to look out for. Is that right? Yeah, it's more just consolidating what we've learned in class um, and then just picking up things that are of interest to me. I think I've been kind of lucky in the sense that um, I, I work at a practice with dentists who have quite large contacts. So I've actually attended some live CBD courses in orthodontics, um, oral surgery before, and not needing to pay just because they wanted new referrals in the future, um, which is <laughs> in that sense. But it, it's more about because, because we don't have that um, practice in terms of seeing patients, having different people Um, through their CBD courses, explaining these concepts, which are kind of the bread and butter of dentistry, Um, eventually something clicks because I think everyone knows that everyone learns slightly differently. So sometimes you just need to um, hear it from someone in a specific way for it to actually finally click. Mm, Interesting. Um, I think, I think, yeah, you're right. Sometimes it requires a bit more repetition before you kind of, um, you kind of paint it or you you get to a point where it's like, oh, I, that kind of makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, you know, I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's great to make, you know, small strides to better yourself. And I, I don't, um, but don't let that kind of overwhelm your ambition to kind of be the best clinician that you can. I think it's, you know, based off our previous guests, everyone is trying to hone their craft, you know, slowly over time. However, you know, um, if you aren't in that right now, that's also okay. So, you know, as the up and coming dentists, you know, when you hear those words, how does that make you feel? Words like, you know, it's a marathon. It's not a race. You got to walk before you can run, run before you can fly. You know, what, how's, you know, how does that make you feel? I'm a very proactive person in the worst of times. In the best of times, I'm so energetic that it becomes annoying to a lot of people. Um, so having those handcuffs, I can totally understand why I need a tutor to watch me do my first molar endo. Um, but it does get frustrating sometimes because I know it is a slow sort of process to develop those skills. Um, but that fidgety part of me is like, I need to do better. I need to um, have higher standards in the way that I do things. So having those um, courses and like talking to other people to kind of put, um, like put me back down to earth is really important. And just like giving that context and like that grand bigger picture sort of thing, um, I think is really important, especially as a student, just to know that just passing this year is not the end of it. You have many more years of learning. I mean, like, I guess it helps that you kind of work in a dental clinic kind of setting as well, right? You work alongside other clinicians and that kind of helps out, um, put it into perspective in the real world as well, would you say? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I kind of joke to some of the dentists at work that I'd rather skip a lecture here or there just to work at the dental practice because seeing it firsthand in person, seeing the communication between dentist and patient, just spending one hour there is probably worth the five, six hours of lectures just because that real um, personal sort of experience is something that you can't really replicate in online lectures or like videos like that. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah I would totally agree with that. I wish I kind of had that kind of experience exposure when I was um, studying. Um, so, you know, following on from that, you know, who has been your biggest mentors or idols in your kind of career path um, and why? So I, I don't think I, it, it would be appropriate to say names just because I think they're quite quiet sort of people. The, the, the dentists that I've worked with, um, even the, the dentists that I saw when I was a kid, they were really interested in um, kind of nurturing my fascination because I've always been fascinated in science. So them kind of helping me along the way was definitely very helpful, letting me see things, um, experience like... Um, feelings when I was a kid without LA. Those were just like small little um, details, which definitely left a real lasting impact on my fascination with dentistry, for sure. Any, any, any particular mentors or idols that, you know, you had big impact on you? Uh, I can't say that I had the positive side of dentistry when I was a child. It definitely didn't make me want to be a dentist up until the age of about 18. But throughout uni and anyone who's been to UCID will know Dr. D in first and second year tooth gones. She's someone that is just passionate about tooth gones, which to me in first year was just crazy. It didn't make any sense. But someone, there's quite a few people in our faculty and like some tutors that I've talked to and they've kind of leveled with me and gotten rid of all the other noise and they're just passionate about what they're doing um, rather than being an Instagram dentist or putting things on DPR and just really getting down to the nitty gritty and they just love doing the craft. And I think those are the people that have really made me want to be a dentist and love doing this. 
Yeah, I think um, I think they're onto something there. I guess in this age of kind of where a lot of people want to be that on Instagram, they want to show their work and all of that. But it's not all about all that. It's and you know, I guess many people, many students probably don't realize is that it's more of a highlight reel, isn't it? It's kind of like just the highlights. You don't actually see all the other stuff, um, the nits and gritty of everything, all the difficult kind of cases and all that behind That's the scenes. Follow up. <laughs> yeah the follow-up as well exactly exactly so you know that's good that they're kind of um sharing that kind of knowledge and with you um so you know share with us what you hope your ideal clinical or non-clinical day might look like in five years time and you know what kind of cpt you want to be doing to get to that point five years time um i don't want to be doing any of the crazy stuff just yet i don't think no sinus lifts or <laughs> anything like that I I want to be really really good at the basics and working my way to implants and the surgical side of things probably or go the other way um and like I said I've got an interest in ortho so stuff like clear aligners really do interest me and maybe one day a bit more than clear aligners but that kind of thing that's where I'd love to be in five years I think in five years time seeing a patient not needing to do a pre-procedural rent at every single moment, but asking about hot spots and all of that. But I think having a client base or like a patient base where I've built a rapport with my patients, they want to come to me. Um, and then things like just being confident in my skills, running on time, having a good team around me um, and just making sure that it's the patient first um, because sometimes that kind of gets lost especially now that dentistry is becoming more and more commercialized, um, just putting the patient first, making sure that their needs are fully um, addressed and just making sure that they're happy when they walk out the door. I think that's what I want to see in five years time. Fair enough. Fair enough. Less, less about the, um, ortho path, the oral path, hey? Hopefully, <laughs> um, hopefully I don't see many of, um, oral pathology patients because those probably need a bit more care. Um, but maybe down the track, it's something I might potentially think about specializing in. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, so Annie Johnson and Kevin Zhang, uh, both representatives from SUDA, thank you for coming on the show today. Um, if you could let the people know, the students of, you know, Sydney University, uh, dental and oral health students, or even any governing bodies out there, kind of what's kind of going on and um, how they can reach out to you. Yeah, you can find us at Usid Dent on Instagram or on Facebook. Just look up Usid Dentistry. You'll find us. There's hundreds of different pages related to us. Fair enough. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I hope you have a good night tonight. And hopefully, you know, this COVID doesn't last for too long after these four weeks. And um, you guys can get back into clinic or working on some mannequins that back at home, hey? <laughs> Compressors. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you. All right. Night, guys. Cheers. <laughs>